Yeah. The Flathead's only local sports talk show. The Knock on Sports. Six to eight weeknights. Only on 96.5 and 600 KGEZ. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Welcome back inside the 600 KGEZ studios. Special guest. He's been with the show for quite some time. And he has been our health and fitness guru here on the Knock On Sports. And it's been a pleasure to have him on the show the last several years. It is John Devine. John, it is great to, it's great to chat with you, man, and, and a little bittersweet because uh, I know this isn't the last time we'll chat, obviously, but at least in terms of this show, the Knock On Sports, this will be the final time. Uh, a little bit a little bit sad man we've uh, been going like two years strong now but i'm happy three. for you three years strong three now. years strong yeah. yeah i forgot about covid shutting it down for a little bit so <laughs> that covid year just to toss it right out of the book it's a blur well i was gonna say it's always kind of funny because <laughs> i think we told this story the first time i had you on the show because it's interesting how you and i met we Very. met and we met at a christmas uh christmas party and you and Kelly uh, were dressed up. Kelly was dressed in the nines. You were dressed up as Jack Frost, which was fantastic. The hair was white and everything. Um, and I think I just had a, a sweater on. But it was just funny because I met you through a friend at a party for Christmas. And you and I just got the chatting. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, three years later, I've had you on the show ever since. Yeah, uh, Kelly and I were actually just telling that story. Uh, we were at a meeting right before we got here. And uh the guy was like, so what are you on the radio for? And I told him and he's like, so how'd you start that? And I told him how we met. And the like first interaction I had with you is that one dude that wanted to fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I remember somebody wanted to kick my, uh, kick my rear end that night for some strange reason. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I never ran into him by the way. Yeah. I never ran into him again, which I'm happy about. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Um, but it does goes to show because at the same time too, John, we've talked about this before. It, you know, it's no different than working out, trying to get to your goals at the same time. We're always trying to strive to goals here and you know, it's taking relationships and going through and working on those things. And you just never know what happens when you meet people. Cause as I said before, you know, having you on, I know we talk a lot of health and fitness, but obviously you're very successful in your own career in your own right, because you bring so much work ethic to the table. Um, because you just celebrated a year for your own company, which is impressive, man. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, the agency se- uh, celebrated a year last week, and I actually just hit my four year with the company as a sales agent this nice. week. So I was going to say, because this goes into something that's interesting, because as I'm leaving, I'm taking a risk here because uh, one of the things is, is that I don't exactly have a, another gig lined up and you have to take some risks as your own, as your own business, as your own sales rep at, at times and things like that. So let me get your thoughts because I'm, there's a lot of people that think about this every day, whether it's, you know, leaving a job that they don't like or something of that nature. Now, again, I'm not saying I don't like my job. I, I've really enjoyed my job. I'm not leaving for that reason, but taking risk with your own career. Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, I've enjoyed your job as well. (laughs) (laughs) I should get you. I I really wish I could have gotten people to host a two hour show. That'd have been fun to see what you would do. (laughs) Dude, I'll I'll talk, put on a five hour show. I'll talk. I don't care. I got stories for days. (laughs) There we go. Uh, but yeah, risk, man. Um, I've been taking mad risks since I was a kid. Um, it was just, you know, whether it was flipping off the bridge, uh, you know, down at the river or whether it was martial arts competitions um, and just going for nationals every year, 
or, um, you know, getting out of the military and starting my first business and then moving into this, this new business and then starting our agency is every time I've done it, it's paid off. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't always end up the way that you like think when you're planning it out. Right. Um, like I had no idea divinity group was going to start when I started selling four years ago, but I knew that I wanted to work and run this good product to the people. Um, but mostly I knew I wanted freedom. I mm-hmm. knew that I wanted to be able to make my own schedule. I knew that I wanted to be able to go work in Idaho next week. If I want to work in Idaho, um, I knew that I wanted, you know, X amount of dollars coming in. So once I lined out what I wanted and I knew that I could do it here, that was the risk. It was like, yeah, you're going to take a risk on not getting paid unless you perform, mm-hmm. but you're going to get all this over here. So it's, it's classic pro cons list, right? Like write it all out. If right. it's equal, I don't know. But if it's like, yeah, I'm going to get all these pros, but I'm going to have to work for it. Like that's not that bad of a trade. Is there anything that you've done in terms of risk that hasn't panned out, whether it be business, personal, things like that? How have you responded to that? Because I think that's one of the greatest things about you know, taking that risk is fear. Yeah, good question. Uh, so I'm in a direct sales company. Like I walk into other businesses, introduce myself to those business owners without ever knowing their name. They don't know me. Mm-hmm. And I got to do that 10, 15, 20 times a day. Uh, and only five to six of them are even going to say yes to sitting down with me. So, I mean, I take 15 risks a day on this business, totally shutting me down, but I know that five or six are going to be kind of cool. And I also know that probably one or two of them is going to be awesome. Be my client, refer me to some of their cool friends. Mm -hmm. And so it's like Easter egg hunting, right? If, uh, since we're right there at that time, if I hid 500 eggs out around Flathead Lake. Mm -hmm. And I said, one of those eggs has 10 grand cash in it. Like how many eggs? And I, and again, 500 eggs, one of them has 10 grand in it. How many eggs are you going to open before you quit? Right. If you know it's 500, are you going to try to find 500 eggs? The problem with risk is you don't know what that number is, right? Mm-hmm. I can't tell you if you're in my line of business, you have to go talk to 500 people to make this much money. Right. I can just tell you, if you just go talk to a bunch of people, eventually you're going to start making a lot of money. The problem is people want to know exactly right. what it is and when the tipping point is going to be. And that's the one thing that you just don't know. I was about to say, I know I've, that's that's come, that's me to a T in a way, uh, especially, you know, early on and even now sometimes because it's always you're trying to take the calculated risk. You're always trying to weigh, OK, what is too much risk? Because there are those situations, too. There are things. OK, hey, wait, wait, wait. This isn't the risk to take. Yeah, man. I mean, my my entire business runs around risk like I do a financial insurance tied to something like cancer mm-hmm. and then I pay out X amount of dollars. So I have to tell people like there is a 33% risk that you're going to get cancer. Mm -hmm. And then I have to explain to them, here's how I can help you. And then they have to make a decision calculated on whether this investment is something that they think is going to outweigh this risk. I mean, we do it in most of our decisions. You buy a car. What is my money that I have available? What is the car that I can get? The mileage, the warranty that like, 
we're overwhelmed with trying to calculate risk so much that when it comes to making a big risk, mm -hmm. we start to panic because we're like, there's no answers here. Oh, and you know, along with that and tie that in with some of the things that we've talked about, which is health and fitness as well. Uh, you take a risk when you're trying to get to where you want to go because you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Because guess what? You don't, and, and I know this for a fact, <laughs> uh, I don't get to look like John Devine by getting to drink Pepsi every night, eating popcorn or even whatever I want. There's got to be some sacrifices, which comes with risk because you're going to have cravings. Right. And so that's just a matter of, of tying satisfaction to right. one thing or the other, right? Mm -hmm. The problem with our culture as a whole is that we want that short-term satisfaction, right? Mm -hmm. When we post a picture on social media, we want 500 likes in the next 10 minutes, right? Like mm -hmm. everything needs to come right now. And so the Pepsi or the candy or the whatever tastes really good right now. But if you want X body that is a year out, you have to be able to put yourself in the mindset of the person that is already in that body so that you know, like, okay, this is going to be worth it. This is going to be worth it. This is going to be worth it. Otherwise you're going to be like, damn, this candy's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with that being said, you know, it, 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 it's funny because of how, how many ways this particular topic just, and it's not so much that we're talking about one specific thing, but just talking about whether it be business, whether it be health and fitness, you know, talking about sacrifice, talking about calculating risk and when to take it, because so many times it's just like, you know, if you, if you don't take, if you take minimal risk, you get minimal reward. Now it's not saying you gotta take a big risk to get a big reward, but at the same time, it is in a way, it kind of does construct that way in a way. Yeah, actually, uh, Donald Trump, uh, teaches that when you're trying to make a pitch to somebody, it's always better to ask for bigger because for some reason he doesn't even really know how to explain it, but the bigger it is and the more like unrealistic, the more unimaginable that it is that you can make this pitch to somebody, the more that they want to like get excited about making that come true. Right. Whereas if you make a smaller pitch, that's like super realistic and like, it's almost too boring to even be cared about in your pitch. So, you know, you got to think a certain level of big mm -hmm. and then something will come of that. It might, again, not be exactly what you pictured, but if you picture it big out here and you start talking to other people about it and they give you their pitch, then this thing starts to form and you're like, whoa, look, there that thing is. But if you start small, it's hard to even get people interested What's one of the things and I do want to talk about this because we talked about, you know, risk and, and failure, but at the same time, getting through things, saying, okay, things are not going and working according to plan, um, struggle all the time is talked about. What are some of the things that you kind of focus on? Is it focusing just on that end goal when times are tough? What is it exactly that, you know, that, that seems to work, you think? Uh, this is tough for me because I'm, I'm a lot different than 98% of the people out there. Like mm -hmm. I revel in the struggle. Like I thoroughly enjoy the struggle. I liked martial arts because like, if I get hit, I'm like, <laughs> like it's not something that really shuts me down. Mm -hmm. Same thing in business is like, you're going to tell me no. Okay. Well, when the 10, 15 businesses around you all have it, and then you call me to ask me about it. It's mm -hmm. just going to make me smile 10 times bigger because you had to come back. So I revel in that struggle. I love being in the gym and feeling a muscle fail 
and then telling it like, we're not done yet. Um, most people aren't like that. So what we have to teach for goal setting is like, like I said, being able to put yourself in that, that place out there. So if you have had the body you want hanging that picture up, or if you have a body in mind that you want hanging that picture up and then acting accordingly, right? You can't hang that picture up and keep eating Pepsi. You got to like circle the outside of the store and get out as fast as you can. You got to, you know, eat a bunch of apples and oranges to start to bring down that sugar craving. Like it's just going to take work, but you have to tie it to that in business you start small, right? I was an independent sales agent four years ago. Nobody knew my product. Nobody knew my company. Nobody knew me. Mm-hmm. Now we have our own uh, networking group in town that we're partnered with a local winery and the business is on Main Street and booming and we have multiple agents running through town and most people know our name and it grows, right? But again, back to right now satisfaction is you can't be satisfied and be in the struggle unless you're weird like me. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I, I, I like, like I said, it's, it's interesting, I guess more or less for me, I would say for sure. I'm not like that. I think I understand it in the time because I understand, okay, Hey, listen, I'm working towards that end goal where I can be just like, man, this isn't that much fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so I can, I can growl about it for sure in the process, but definitely, uh, like I said, John divine joining us right now, spitting facts here. Um, John, we got a few more minutes. So I definitely want to, as we finish up here, you know, in our last show, um, like I said, man, one of the things I kind of wanted to get your thoughts and I've been asking guests is just one of the things that you've enjoyed most being on this show. Man, honestly, uh, it's been hanging out with you. Uh, I enjoy you on the show. Um, I think uh, you bring a lot of energy. You have a ton of passion for what you do. Um, Every time I talk to you when I'm in here, when the conversation is over, your questions are always about, hey, what do you think we can do to grow? Um, you know, asking about downloads, asking about, you know, ideas on where to share your uh, saved streams and, you know, talking about possible podcasts. Like every time I talk to you, it's just I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to reach out. Uh, I'm trying to grow this thing and develop. And so for me, it's been fun to be a part of an AM radio station that actually wants to get good information to people that actually wants to to grow something and build something instead of just being like eh, people will listen if they listen right oh, i appreciate that john like i said man you've been a huge i mean for one you've helped my show because like i said you've given me a bunch of knowledge that i didn't have before and i hope listeners have taken the same thing as well and like i said you've been huge in helping my show and, and helping me give me like i said we, we've talked many conversations about how to grow this thing how to get things going um and like i said you've been a huge part of that and i can't say thank you enough my man Absolutely. It's been a blast. Um, uh, it's bittersweet to watch you go, my friend. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's been fun. I know we'll stay in touch. And like I said, you know, it's, it's not so much, uh, goodbye. It's just so long for now. I know I'll definitely, like, and I tell people this all the time. I'm not saying goodbye to Kalispell. I mean, like I said, this is one of the most beautiful places I've ever lived in. And, uh, I definitely want to find a way back, whether it be for vacation or something. But, uh, like I said, it, it's been fun and, and this place has been great. And, and like I said, people like yourself have made this place great. So I can't say thank you enough, John. I've never been to Florida, so I'll have to come eat some of the food. You'll have to show me around. I got a great wing place for you for sure. Uh, John Devine joining us. John, for the last time, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? 
Yes, uh, everyone, you can find me at John Divine Inc. That's J-O-N-D-E-V-I-N-E-I-N-C on basically every platform. If you have questions about health, fitness, nutrition, business, um, an open book, hit me up. John, really appreciate it as always, my man. Again, I uh, really appreciate you coming in and joining me for uh, my last couple of shows and I uh, wish you nothing but the best, man. Same, my friend. Coming up next here on the Knock On Sports, we're going to chat with Kyle Sampson. We're going to talk Frontier Conference football, and we'll also go down on memory lane with Coach Sampson after this.